Welcome to the Driving Skills 101 podcast series, brought to you by the National Road Safety Foundation and Students Against Destructive Decisions. My name is Dylan Mullins, and I am the SAD National Student of the Year Emeritus. I'm joined by Rick Burt, SAD's President and CEO. Rick, how are you doing? I'm doing great, Dylan. How are you? I'm doing really well. What, uh, what skill are we talking about today, Rick? We're going to talk about blind spots, Dylan, something that we often don't think about in the course of our regular daily trips around uh, the neighborhood, around the town, or around the country. Blind spots are something that you really need to focus on when you start driving, but I find that later on it's something that you need to constantly remind yourself to, uh, to keep in the back of your head uh, when you're driving. Yeah, it's true. I think so often, when, like you said, when you start driving, you're checking your mirrors, you're very cautious before you merge, and then as you get more and more comfortable, you become lax in really being aware of what's around you, and that's really what this goes to, being aware of your surroundings, being aware of those objects, not only other cars, but pedestrians and other things that can sometimes you know, pop out of nowhere and be in those spots that are so dangerous. Yeah, so I'm just thinking back to when I started driving for the first time. You know, I wasn't even really sure what exactly a blind spot was. Because when you're a passenger of the vehicle, blind spots are something that you're really not aware of at all. Uh, you know, a lot of students I found when they first start driving, they're not even sure, like, what a blind spot is, uh, how to check for them, uh, and even to be cautious of them. Yeah, that's a great point. So a blind spot is an area of the vehicle in which you cannot clearly see in any of your mirrors. Obviously, as a driver, you have two side mirrors and a rear view mirror. And there are spots, particularly to the left and the right of the vehicle, that are really hard to see unless those mirrors are, are really you know being utilized to their full advantage. There are things that you can buy. You've, you may have seen those circular mirrors that you can add to those side mirrors to really enhance your view. And obviously, we encourage folks to do that. But there are some other things that you can do to help uh, make sure that you're being aware of those blind spots. The first is that, you know, always be aware of your surroundings. When you're on a highway, when you're on a city street, be cognizant of objects that are moving so that you know that there's a vehicle to my right, there's a vehicle to my left. And one of the things that I try to do is position my mirrors so that I can see a vehicle in all three of my mirrors at the same time. Right. How is that possible? Well, it comes down to just a little bit of clever positioning. But once you know where an object is then and you're cognizant of its position, that really does help to make sure that you're being safe. You know, Rick, that, that's so right. But aren't there other things in the roadways that we should be looking out for? Yeah, you're right. There are things that, like fast-moving objects, particularly motorcycles on country roads, on city roads, bicycles, other roadway users, like we already talked about pedestrians. But all of those things are so important. And for me, it really goes back to, again, thinking about how uh, you're aware of what's around you. There are some things that you can't, you know, you can't predict. When uh, maybe a, a small child throws a ball out into the street, I think that's the most stereotypical of you know, the driving uh, situations and things that we talk about. But there are other things that you can be prepared for, being aware that there's somebody in the crosswalk ahead and then knowing that there's a motorcycle that's coming up in your rearview mirror. And then you know that you, you might lose them for a moment in that blind spot, but being aware that there's another vehicle or a car to your side, those are the kind of, thing, kind of things we're talking about. And I'm just thinking about the times when I'm driving when you really need to make sure that you're aware of your blind spots. Times like merging, when it's super crucial to understand where exactly you can't see and where exactly there might be another vehicle that you wanna make sure that you're not in their area and they're not in yours. Uh, another thing to think about is that every time you get into a new vehicle, you should make yourself aware of where the blind spots are because it could change from mm -hmm. vehicle to vehicle depending on that uh, specific vehicle's construction. These, again, are things that we're not necessarily thinking about uh, every time we get behind the wheel, but we should be. So, Rick, what do you think parents could do to help their kids work on blind spots as a skill? 
It's a great question. As with all things when it comes to developing a skill, I think parents are so important with all things behind the wheel. The first thing is, I think if parents can actually do some behind the wheel experiences where they walk around the vehicle with their teen and show them where those blind spots are, have the teen be in the driver's seat and have the parent with the windows down walk around the perimeter of the vehicle and say, can you see me? Can you see me now? I know it may look a little goofy, but it actually creates a good understanding of where, what zones you really should be aware of when you're in the vehicle. You know, where could those motorcyclists be? Where could those cars be? They wouldn't necessarily see them. Now, there's a lot of new technology. We haven't talked about that, Dylan. There's a lot of new technology that's coming out, like blind spots and crash avoidance technology, that I think will really help reduce those rates. Those rates that, according to the National Highway Traffic Safety Administration, resulted in 840,000 crashes that had a connection to a blind spot incursion. So there's a lot of new technology that we can lean on, but parents, first and foremost, showing where those blind spots are, talking about their own experiences, you know, sharing where there might have been some close calls or some tips and tricks that they've learned. Again, being cognizant of where other mo roadway users are, other motorists are, and all those things are so important. And then also, the mo another important feat is also thinking about how you could be in the blind spot for another vehicle. Being aware when you're passing a car, being aware when you're particularly interacting with a big rig, um, an emergency service vehicle, a semi-truck, all of those vehicles, the larger they are, the larger the blind spots. So having those important conversations, talking and explaining how those blind spots uh, can really impact their safety and the safety of other roadway, other roadway users, all very important for parents to be involved in. So yeah, I just wanted to make two points about the technology since you brought it up, Breck. One, I think it's super important that the student knows how exactly this technology works. When they hear a beat behind the wheel, they should know what that beat means and what the appropriate way to react is. Also, I think it's important to not to develop an over-reliance on that type of technology because it's great in the car uh, and it really does make a difference in terms of saving lives, but that shouldn't be a substitute for knowing where your blind spots are and still considering where other cars, when they might or might not be in those blind spots. 100%. I couldn't agree with you more, Dylan. In fact, our friends at the National Safety Council have been working with the University of Iowa on a new website called mycardoeswhat.org. Again, it's just like it sounds, mycardoeswhat.org. This website features uh, an overview of every vehicle that has been in production and the different safety features on that vehicle. So when you're thinking about your new car or maybe a car that you haven't driven before or even a car that you may be familiar with, but to your point, you're not aware of what those safety features are, this vehicle will break those down and demonstrate how they work, highlight their importance, and to your point, give you a good understanding so that you're not surprised or shocked. And then to your point about making sure you're not over-reliant, couldn't agree again more on that feature. Teens are going to be in a wide variety of vehicles over the course of their driving career, particularly when they're starting off. They might be in you know, mom's car uh, today, dad's truck tomorrow, uh, maybe a brother or sister or other caring adult's vehicle a few days later. So really being able to adapt and translate those skills that the National Road Safety Foundation's worked with us to highlight over the course of this podcast series is so important. And blind spots are no exception. Yeah, and I think when students go in for their driving test, they might even be in a different car in that scenario. So, I mean, True. it's a skill that you want to make sure that you feel good with uh, in any car that you're in. Yeah, you're absolutely right. All right, Rick, I think that about does it for Blind Spots. You're right, Dylan. Great chatting with you. And I just want to give a special thanks to the National Road Safety Foundation for making this podcast series possible. Until next time, drive safely.